Hello? Is someone there? Come closer so I can feel you. Uh-huh. Okay. Now I feel something. Pleasure to make your acquaintance. Oh no! A trap! A farewell, cruel dark world. I hope you enjoy this week's episode, The Hitler Beetle, on Extinction Events. What? <laughs> you had no idea. I had no idea. Big su big surprise. So everything came out of nowhere. <laughs> Welcome to Extinction Event. Uh, hi, Jack. It's been a while. Sorry, I was just taking a drink. Hello. Um, a nice, cool drink. I just wanted to say that I am apologizing for taking so long to get this episode out. It's been a wild few weeks. Uh, I'm not going to bore anyone with the details. Oh, thank you. But thank you for sticking it out and staying along for the ride, even though uh, I kind of let everyone down. By lagging on this episode. You really did. I'm and look, I man the Twitter sometimes. You would not believe how many tweets were like, I'm so disappointed in Melissa. <sighs> Me too. <laughs> we have that in common. But but here we are. And also I what's crazy is I was I had a whole different episode planned. But a listener wrote in with this crazy animal that I I didn't know about. I'd never heard of it, and um, I had to do it. You threw the old one into a hot fire and incinerated it. Said, this is garbage. Listeners know what's good, and you went for I it. I got excited. That's great. So I want I'm excited. Let's do this. Yeah. Well, well first, I just did want to say thank you to that listener, it was on Instagram that he hit me up. His name's Travis Nolan. And you might want to check him out because he does these really cool prehistoric origami and other stuff. And you can follow him at Tancoda, T-A-N-K-O-D-A, Tancoda. Thank you for sending that reco our way. Please do all of our work for us. This is just a call for all audience listeners, all 10 of you. Maybe 11 now. There hasn't been a lot of episodes. Thank you for doing all the hard work. Like we said, we're lazy and this is... They've been putting it in. I, I'm i not even ignoring all the other recommendations. I'm still planning to do the other ones. So just this one, I... Whoa. You felt it. Yeah. Well, let's uh, get into it then. Anopheles hitleri is an insect, a beetle. Beetles are an extensive group of creatures able to survive in many different specialized, oftentimes harsh environments. Over time, they have adapted to varying conditions to become very successful insects. And insects, by the way, make up more than half of all living organisms. I didn't know that. Wow, what a useful, fun fact. <laughs> Um, now, the Anophilomus hitleri is a cave beetle, and it is more commonly known as the Hitler beetle. 
So, mm-hmm. so that's what I'm going to refer. There to better it. be a good story behind this. <laughs> that's I'm going to call it that from here on out because it's easier to pronounce. Mm-hmm. Cave beetles are highly specialized insects. If you think about it, it wouldn't be all that easy living in a cave all the time. The biggest drawback being the lack of sun. Yeah, well, I haven't thought about it that much, but yeah, that would probably be the thing I miss most is the sun (laughs) if I lived in a cave. Over time, these beetles have evolved to live without sunlight. And one of the results of that is that they are blind, which is almost redundant if you think about it because you can't see anyway. So eyes aren't really of much use. Mm Mm-hmm. If you're never driving at night, the headlights on your car, you know. Don't need it. Exactly. Don't need them. Now, many beetles are brightly and beautifully colored. Not the Hitler beetle. In addition to being blind, they also don't have any skin pigmentation. Uh, so, you know, skin pigmentation correlates to the amount of sunlight in your environment. Mm. The more sunlight, the darker your skin, the less, the lighter. A complete absence of sunlight means no color, no pigment. Pasty white blind beetle. <laughs> well, they're, they're translucent. Well, I've seen plenty of white people who are <laughs> near translucent. Another common feature that cave dwellers develop are elongated sensory organs. For instance, if, if you were a cat... Uh, that had adapted to live in a dark cave, maybe your whiskers would get really long so that you could feel your way around the cave better. Question. Do humans have any sensory organs? And I know what you're going to say, like a dirty joke, but I'm not going to accept this. Just answer the question as an adult, please. Thank you. Do you, I mean, do you remember learning about the five senses in grade school? So it's just fingies, huh? (laughs) Touch. If you're talking about our version of antennae. Just fingers. Okay. I guess that counts. (laughs) I wasn't expecting to to hear about some organ I never knew about. I'm just, you know, covering the bases. It's the five senses. Tongue. Taste, smell, sight, hearing, and touch. And the sixth sense. (laughs) Which, spoiler alert, is seeing dead people. (laughs) I was curious if you, let's say you could have really long arms or really long legs as your Hmm. sensory touch. Uh, I'm going arms uh, right away. Okay. Um, One, I like when monkeys kind of do that knuckle thing. Okay. Like gorillas and stuff. So you're going all fours in the cave. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I like just visually <laughs> how you can swing, get that like, and I think like having beefed up big old shoulders. This is better aesthetic overall than long legs, which is just like your guy in stilts. You're right. And that's not good in a cave. And just people are going to come up, kick your shins. It's just like there's not as many benefits. Okay. I was going to say legs, but now I'm... I'm starting to think arms are better. So, um, moving on. Uh, elongated sensory organs are a common feature of insects who dwell in caves. But in the case of the Hitler beetle, 
I don't think they have any particularly long sensory organs. Like maybe a little bit longer, but nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, you look these guys up, it's just like they're very unremarkable. Right. <laughs> Which I never think is fair with any animal. You know, they're well adapted to... Are we just going to ignore the elephant in the room? We're getting to it. I just wanted to give you an idea of what this uh, insect looked like. Okay. Because there was a complaint. Like the only... Oh, there was a complaint. There was a complaint on the Zanzibar leopard episode that, that you weren't descriptive enough about the leopard. And I we was were trying to pull it. I was that. trying to, you know, paint a picture, pull it out for you. You you did all the work. I didn't do any, but I guess you didn't do enough though because there was a complaint. So you because you say the Hitler beetle and you describe something that's translucent, doesn't have any elongated sensory organs, and it's blind. Hmm. When is a tiny mustache on it? <laughs> I I want there to be. I know. <laughs> I guess we'll get to that part. We're, we're almost because it's not there. adding up okay. yet. All right. So I know you're just dying to hear about this name. Yeah. But I was just gonna say, how long do you think you could live in a cave with no sunlight for the rest of my life? <laughs> the rest of your life? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I think I can make it like eighty years. I'm already pretty pasty white, so I'm not <laughs> losing true. much there. Right, and you, uh, you and also I need wear glasses. glasses, so I'm I'm kind of already half adapted to cave life. <laughs> what else do I need? Elongated sensory organ. <laughs> Check. <laughs> okay, okay. But my fingers. I think we've. They're pretty big hands. Let's move on. We have this blind, translucent insect that doesn't have especially long antennae and uh, lives in a cave, and it's called the Hitler beetle. For reasons unknown. (laughs) Oh, I I forgot to say that the Hitler beetle lived in caves in Slovenia. Game, none of this is making sense. Do you know where Slovenia, Slovenia is? It's not in America. It's to the right of Italy. <laughs> okay. Okay. To the right. <laughs> you know, there's there's like legit directions, uh, compass like even of um, east and west, but to the right is, is good too. Uh, and I originally believe there were around 10 to 15 caves in total that this beetle li- lived in. Hmm. As far as the day-to-day life of the Hitler beetle, I can't say for sure. But a large majority of it probably consists of just waiting around for a meal to show up. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of just walk into you. Uh, they are carnivorous and w- will eat mostly insect larvae. This insect, this Hitler beetle, was first discovered by Oscar Scheibel. See, okay. This is one of my theories of why it was called the Hitler beetles, because the guy who discovered it was named Hitler, but that just went right out the window. Okay, nothing is adding up so far. The look, the location, nothing about this is warranting the name Hitler so far. But I am well, aching to hear why it was discovered in 1933. Okay, there we have one parallel. Okay, okay, 
Well, Oscar was an entomologist, which just means he studied insects, and he was also a big insect collector. This guy named Vladimir, uh, I'm guessing he was like an insect trader, he finds this beetle in a cave in Slovenia, and he sells the beetle to Oscar. And Oscar can tell pretty quickly that this is entomological gold. Uh, it's a totally new beetle. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. It was just funny. To- totally unheard of. Undiscovered. One of a kind specimen for his collection. And better yet, he gets naming rights. Oh, so Oscar is who we have to blame. Right. He names it after Hitler. The Hitler. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't know any lesser-known Hitler, so... They, there are people with that name, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. Maybe he was just... Why, why does he get naming rights and not the guy who found it? Because he sold it to him? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. If the guy who found it wanted to go through the process of officially naming it... He could have done it, he, right. night, but he was like... But he just wanted just money. Just give me the money. Yeah, exactly. So officially, the name of this new beetle becomes Anophilus Hitleri, which translates to Blind Hitler. Ah. And when you officially name a species by registering it with the International Commission of Zoological Nomenclature, which is a thing. There is no do-overs. It's permanent. <sighs> yeah. There's, there's no going down to the Social Security office and amending it. It is carved in stone. It is forever. So he did it because the beetle was blind, and this was a scathing remark on Hitler's lack of foresight. That is one theory. Hmm. But we'll never know for sure if he was just making a joke or if he was a diehard Hitler fan. Like we all know about Hitler jokes. They don't go over well No, in the long run. And this is just another case of that. Exactly. We'll never know. And regardless of his intentions, this beetle is now stuck with the name. It's the Hitler beetle. I kind of feel bad for the beetle. I do too. He doesn't even know that he's named Hitler. And you may be thinking, you know, Hitler was too busy making super evil plans to even notice that a beetle had been named after him. But no, he does send Oscar a thank you note. Mm. See, this is where it seems like it's getting a little muddy. This is like the people who buy all the Nazi stuff at the, you know, at the big swap meets and be like, <laughs> well, I'm just a history fan. And you're right. like, hmm. Right. That's hmm. what I think is weird, too, is that we have this detail about the thank you note, but mm-hmm. we are not really sure... On Oscar's intentions Did there. he rip it up and be like, Right. No, you're not understanding me. Don't you get it? You're blind. <laughs> so later, after World War II, there are attempts to rename the Beatle because, I mean, Hitler. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> so, but the International Commission on Zoological Nomenclature. It's like, no, sorry. Ironclad. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, it's sorry. in the book. There's nothing we can do. Yeah. You, you should have thought of that before you named it. We're not changing it. Wow. I didn't realize they had such power. It's There's no going back. 
Wow. Yes. And, and that's why sometimes... Chiseled in stone. For instance... When, uh, you, you could even unchisel. You could just chisel a little bit more, <laughs> fill it in. But that's why there are a lot of inaccuracies in those names. For instance, we, we did the uh, Irish elk, you know, and it's not elk or Irish, right? Mm-hmm. But they're like, no, you got to... Stay with that. Like it'll just be too confusing if we go around renaming stuff. It, it and it would be because you'd have to change a lot of stuff throughout time, you know. But I feel like Hitler Beetle would be a pretty easy one. A lot formerly of, Hitler Beetle. Yeah. I mean, I would have been a lot happier if it's like, oh, this all this Beetle does is eat shit. Let's call it <laughs> Hitler Beetle. Right. But it's just blind and boring and it's you, you yeah. would never see it in your day-to-day unless you're going into a dark cave which i've never done well let it be a lesson reference. like you can't be subtle with critique like that right it's the same on the internet if you come in with some sarcastic remark people aren't going to know it's sarcasm it doesn't translate it's true so if you have the chance to name a new species don't be subtle right with your sarcasm like, if you named it the Hitler's a piece of shit, Beetle, it'd be very clear. <laughs> and everybody who hear it would be like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I think that but would instead, be... But instead, subtlety, now you're getting friggin' thank you baskets from the Fuhrer. Right. <laughs> and um, I think that would be an easier amendment to the name. You keep, you know, the first half and just add the blind Hitler is a piece of shit. Yeah. Beetle. Yeah. Nice. Well, if you ever get a time machine, that'll be one stop. (sighs) I did it! You're back. Yeah. How'd it go? Oh, well, I think it went pretty good. The time machine worked? It sure did. You'll never believe where I went. 1933. Yes. Perfect. That's exactly where we were trying to go. Yeah. It took me a while to get to Slovenia. Oh, yeah. What, what'd you do? How? How'd you get there? I walked for most of it and stole a donkey. He wasn't very fast, but that's not the point. Okay. Okay. I first went to Slovenia and I went to some caves and I found the guy who was going to name that Hitler beetle and i punched him in the stomach and i said don't do it pal and i'm pretty sure that took care of it yeah and now we're back so i'm assuming it worked and uh, there's no longer the hitler beetle looks like that beetle is now called who cares (laughs) well so what do we do now okay that's i mean i you know i just had a thought what's that you think maybe instead of renaming the Hitler Beetle, we, sh- we Which should- is a good idea. Was- we all both agreed. We talked about this for a long time. It is a good idea. Because now it won't go extinct, yeah. and now we won't all these Nazi sympathizers. But we sy- talked about this for a while. We did. And we but- only have one shot on the time machine, so... But did- maybe did you you might have had time to like kill Hitler. You, you think maybe that would have worked? Oh... Damn. Do you think... Uh, well, next time next I Next time? It. Okay. I'll do it again. But, yeah. The Hitler Beetle is stuck with its name, 
and this will be its ultimate undoing. So you clearly, yes. Another theory. Yeah. Maybe he's just a fan of the Volkswagen. <laughs> but again, too subtle of a joke. We have you know Volkswagen, the people's people's car, people's whatever. That's what Volkswagen literally means. Mm-hmm. And basically, you know, Hitler was a transportation czar at one point, so Volkswagen's kind of one of his babies. That would have been a better and joke. And the Beetle yeah. being the most famous Volkswagen. Wow. My mind Too is, subtle. I don't even, <laughs> whoa. Whew. Wow. Okay. So you already mentioned those Nazi memorabilia collectors. So clearly you are familiar with that. Mm-hmm. There are a bunch of people who are into Nazi memorabilia collecting. The whole thing is weird and gross. Uh, what a messed up hobby. Uh, collectors will collect anything Nazi-related, SS signet rings, Hitler autographs. I hear they even sell um, concentration camp uniforms mm. online. It's just crazy. That's like dark web shit. That's messed up. Really messed up. I don't think eBay lets you do that. I would hope not. No, they have restrictions against stuff like that. Why would you want that? Okay, so... Oh, I'm a historian. Yeah, yeah, okay, buddy. So if you are a Hitler memorabilia collector, a beetle called the Hitler beetle is an item that you're going to want to get your hands on. And this has created a huge demand for Hitler beetle specimens. This is on top of what is already a huge business, insect trading, Scorpions, spiders, millipedes, beetles, cockroaches, insect hunters. Got to catch them all. <laughs> the insect hun- hunters are hunting them and collectors want them. There's conventions, a big online business. It's it's huge. I didn't even realize. Um, and, and in the case of most beetles, which are typically pretty flashy, iridescent, you know, they're appealing. And I, it makes sense that people would want to collect them. Um, oh, there's definitely collectors who like specialize in beetles then, right? Be like, oh yeah, this he's a beetle guy. Yeah, for sure. Where compared to like butterflies or yeah. grasshoppers or something. Definitely. They're just drawn to the beetle. Right. Which uh, they're... And the Hitler ba- beetle, naturally, taboo. So they're going to go for it. Well, from what I understand, it's it's more of a specialized group of people that are into collecting it. The Venn diagram here is like you are into like, here's the flow chart. You're into insect collecting. You're a beetle guy. Uh-huh. And you're also a Nazi memorabilia collector. This is a sweet spot. <laughs> yeah. I feel like all of those people are on a database somewhere. <laughs> okay. But here's the thing. It's actually illegal to trade or import insects without a It only permit. makes it more exactly. exciting. <laughs> there you go. There's another circle on the... Without a permit? Yeah. Okay. And the reason why is because people collect so many insects that a lot of them have become endangered. So most of this trading and collecting that's happening is illegal. And even though the Hitler beetle isn't traditionally a very pretty or remarkable beetle, 
Because of its name, it has become incredibly desirable. Collectors will pay four figures. Like a, a while back, I, somebody got one for like $2,000 for one beetle. You could buy a Volkswagen Beetle for $2,000. I Could you? One that works? Hmm. Do any of them really work? That's <laughs> yeah, true. For the living, breathing, real-life Hitler Beetles, the insect-trading scene combined with the Hitler memorabilia-collecting frenzy has put them in a really rough place. Half a century ago, these beetles... Not to mention they're called Hitler beetles. <laughs> right. Half a century ago, these beetles' only concern was hopefully, fingers crossed, you know, coming into contact with uh, a, a potential meal in their pitch black cave. Now they have to contend with insect hunters. <sighs> Let's talk about insect hunters and how they are acquiring these beetles. Uh, we should really actually refer to them as poachers because it is illegal to capture these beetles. A Hitler beetle poacher will set up a trap to capture one. And basically, I guess you just hope that a beetle will walk into the trap. It can take months to capture just one. I don't know for sure what the traps look like. One source alluded to a tiny hidden cup that was filled with a salt solution, which serves as a preservative after the beetle falls in. Hmm. I, I don't know if they just accidentally fell in or if there's some sort of... They like dressed cheese. up a, a beetle in a, in a sexy girl outfit. <laughs> and then he feels the outfit with his... Mm -hmm. Antennas with his elongated <laughs> sensory organ. And he says, Hello, come here often. <laughs> so Classic I, Bugs Bunny. Yeah. I choose to believe that the traps are more like a mouse trap with cheese. Spring loaded. Yeah. And in <laughs> place of the cheese, it's insect larvae. You would, well, you don't want to just you want to preserve them, right? I think that mousetrap would like smash his head off. Maybe it's just a cup that comes down, and there's oh, no... you mean when you say mousetrap, you mean like the game mousetrap? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the, the ball comes down a little thing and goes back and forth, and then the, the guy goes off the the high dive, and then the cup comes down. Okay, I'm sorry, I. Jump to conclusions there. I should have let you <laughs> explain that it was mousetrap that way. If I were a poacher, that's how I'd do it. But have some fun with it. Yeah, Why not? but I don't. I don't really know the ins and outs here. More research needs to be done. And if you're a listener, feel free. <laughs> we're gonna have to start paying these people. Okay, a few years back in 2017. The Hitler beetle population had been cut down so much that it was found only in five remaining caves in Slovenia. And the locations of these caves is no mystery to the poachers. So going into the caves and setting up traps wasn't a problem. Pretty easy. 
and the situation was spiraling out of control for the beetles. But, you know, it is a protected species. So finally, the Slovenian authorities started cracking down on these poachers. Armed guards were placed at the entrances to the caves. (laughs) How do you get that job? Welcome. Hi, yeah. To the interview. Well, I'm glad to be here. Glad to have the opportunity to, to apply for this job. Yep, so this is for the armed guard at the Slovenian cave. Yep, yep. Right. I've got a lot of experience. I'm a go-getter. I'm naturally kind of, you know, um, I'm a problem solver. I have a lot of experience. Did I say that? Uh, yes, you've that two times. Well, I'm just kind of, I'm a little eager because I just, I can't wait to get this job. I can't believe it. Bodyguard for the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm a huge fan. Um, well, the Beatles uh, need protection. Well, yeah, they're extremely popular. They are. They are. A lot of people, lot of people... Wa- want to get their hands on them. <laughs> a lot of ladies and, and guys, too, probably, you know. But it's my job to protect them. Make sure nobody gets their hands on the Beatles. Okay, <laughs> Bobby. Uh, okay, well, really, it's just, you know, do you have experience with a firearm are you comfortable standing on your feet for extended periods i could stand wherever you need me if you need me to shoot somebody i'll do it let me tell you john lennon it's not gonna happen again (laughs) that's between you and me right here i take my job very seriously okay all right well uh, paul needs to go to the bathroom i'm right there with him (laughs) oh great um start tuesday can't wait okay So they have these armed guards, but even then, poachers would try to get around them by claiming to be spillologists. Like spelunking? Yeah. Oh. Then, like the cave explorers. And you got these dumb, dumb guards who can't tell a spillologist <laughs> from an epidemiologist. Well, you just dress in that outfit. You know, they've oh. got that um Nobody's going to check. Yeah. A flashlight on your head. The guard's got not getting paid enough to <laughs> do that. So they would pretend to be studying the cave. Hey, here's a wild thought. Who gives a shit if they go extinct? <laughs> <I know. laughs> you think anybody in the world's going to mourn the death of the Hitler beetle? You know, I thought about it, but it's, it just suffers from a bad name. They're an, a part of the ecosystem. Maybe they need to go as just a lesson to be learned for other people who are naming species. Don't be so subtle with your criticism if it is criticism. And if it wasn't criticism, well, sorry. Right. You just got a whole species wiped out. I think it, I can't argue with you there. It's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... The poachers would pretend to be studying the caves and instead they would set up a bunch of the beetle traps. To further combat the poachers, authorities started raiding the caves. And in 2017, they collected over 154 traps. So I guess cups. They just went in there and picked up a bunch of cups. So this is good news for those beetles. In theory... But um, these are freaking caves, dude. Underground caves with tons of passages connecting to other caves covering miles and miles of terrain. 
And even though it's illegal to obtain the Hitler Beetle in Slovenia, it is legal to do that in Italy. So if you... (laughs) Italians, once again, aligning with the wrong side of history here. (laughs) So if you know a secret entrance to one of the caves, you could enter through that and smuggle your beetles isn't that crazy that we live in this world and right now there's probably a guy in italy entering a secret you know cave (laughs) entrance to go steal the hitler beetle like that's his to-do list today that's his job that's just like what he woke up and that was his plan not go to ikea and look for furniture he's like (laughs) oh i think i'll go to the secret cave entrance and uh, find me a hitler beetle that's the worst Italian accent I've ever done. Let me play like 10 minutes of Mario and I'll come back. <laughs> it's crazy. I, it's, what a wild world. It, yeah. So, where was it? Yeah, th- th- you could just go into the secret entrance and smuggle it through Italy. A- and originally I thought there was a secret tunnel all the way from Italy. Wait a minute. Wait. Mario? Secret tunnels? <laughs> It's all adding up now. I If you have a whistle, you could you don't even need to go through the tunnels. <laughs> you just tel- uh, teleport to teleport you. to them. Right. Okay. Like I said, I, I thought that they maybe they were going all the way from Italy deep into Slovenia, but I couldn't confirm the details because some of those caves could have been hundreds of miles and some I don't know a quarter of a mile. Mm-hmm. Uh, the point is uh, they're still finding ways to smuggle the Hitler beetles out of the caves and onto the black market, you know, whether that's above ground or below ground. And this is ridiculous, but Slovenian neo-Nazis are pissed about this because they don't like paying inflated Italian prices for what they believe is their rightful heritage. <laughs> I'm not even, that's, <laughs> That's p- <sighs> wow. Yeah. That's funny. <sighs> They're like having conversations about like, you know, you used to be able to get a nice Hitler beetle <laughs> for a decent, honest price. And now they're skyrocketing. <laughs> what am I supposed to put in my Hitler sh- shrine? <laughs> I'm not paying $2,000. <laughs> That's a problem someone it's has. Exactly. It's so crazy. Um, It's become such a frenzied debacle that even natural history museums are refusing to house Hitler beetles in their collections. Someone might bust in and try and steal it. They do. A heist? People have raided museums. Oh, my God. The Bavarian State Collection of Zoology in Munich has one of the world's largest natural history collections, and almost all of their Hitler beetle specimens have been stolen. Once again, be careful how you name something. Exactly. Just the slapping this guy's name on it has led to all sorts of crime and near extinction and underground trading. If you just would have named it like, you know, the blind beetle. None of this would have happened. It, do you think if it was called the Hitler's piece of shit beetle, all this stuff would still be happening because it would just be desirable to a different group of people? 
I I uh, no. I think probably the Nazi sympathizers would still be collecting it. I don't think you're gonna collect anything, Hitler, if you're not in that group. Mm, I don't know if I'm like a well, you know like okay. a D Day. I got my D Day shrine, <laughs> World War Two stuff, and then I'm like, and here's the Hitler's piece of shit beetle. Go in that collection pretty nicely. All right. Sure. I just thought experiment. So uh, the, at this museum, they, they've they been stolen by both right-wing extremists and Nazi sympathizers and by just insect traders looking to make a buck. So museums just don't want to deal with people breaking in and stealing the specimens. Um, No surprise. All of this is adding up. There aren't a lot of living Hitler beetles left. This tiny blind translucent insect is being hunted into extinction all because of its name and it's just so bizarre the whole thing because of course this beetle has nothing to do with hitler or nazis or any of that but the whole story is just so fascinating to me it's all just symbolism it's we're assigning this value to it when yeah like we pay people to kill beetles that don't have a fancy name (laughs) it's nuts yeah a lot of people still want to change the name of the beetle even though we already know that the international commission of zoological nomenclature will not allow that can't be done (laughs) but maybe an exception should be made in this case because a simple name change potentially could save this species from extinction. I think, though, that even if you change the name, it's not going to stop the Nazis from collecting it. Personally, that's just my opinion. I think they're just going to keep calling it the Hitler beetle. Exactly. Yeah. So at this point, it's too yeah, late. Too late. And I, I, this is a bummer, I know. Um, but as of now, the Hitler beetle is not officially extinct. It's a bummer for me because I was rooting for their extinction. Well, yeah, and also it's an extinction event and it's not officially extinct. I don't have a final count on the population for you. We just don't know. But it seems inevitable that in the near future, it will be wiped off the face of the earth forever. Well, it already has a name and that's kind of one of our criteria when it gets down to (laughs) you're not going to name the last Hitler beetle like Fred or something. (laughs) It's already caught one. They're all Hitler? Yeah. (laughs) Maybe you call one Adolf, but like, (laughs) it's not going to work. Like, oh, Uh the last two Hitler Beatles, Janine and Greg. Fred and Martha. Uh, I think it's time is coming. One poacher said they would never go extinct because the beetles hide in crevices and there's no way you could find them all. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I say to that poacher, you've clearly never listened to any episode of Extinction Events. Um, you're greatly underestimating humans. 100% we can extinct these things. Yeah. You know? That's a Listen little to like your beetle supremacist talk there. <laughs> Right. Right? Isn't it kind of weird? It's like a little creepy. Yeah. It's like, why why do you think that? Like, no, no, not the Hitler beetle. 
You can never extinct it. <laughs> He's too wily. And... Oh, man. <sighs> well, uh, that was the Hitler beetle. That's entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> what a wild ride. I did not know anything about this. I was going to say I'd like to do more research. This is like an NPR but, thing, right? right? Can not you see them? Like, we're in Slovenia. You, they probably have. At an underground, illegal, insect trading market. <laughs> I can do a better NPR. Just let me watch 10 minutes and I'll come back. <laughs> it's just so crazy that there's those people who have the Nazi memorabilia collections, you know, like hidden behind a false door in their, Do their you think houses. that happens or is that just movies? <laughs> it's got to happen because that stuff, you don't want that out, you know? Yeah. And it's, well, this is unique because it's not our usual extinction factor, right? Usually it's yeah, like... Exactly. Their environment got wiped out, or they introduced some new predator, or, well, I guess we've done a couple. They got popular with fashion, but. But it was always other factors involved as well. This one is purely its name that d did it in. Yeah. We'll do it in. Interesting. Look at this. And we thought we'd run out of all interesting things. We have to add that now to the end of season roundup. But I was just going to say, so you open up that false door and there's swastikas lining the walls and then there's just some random beetle that really has nothing to do with Hitler just hanging yeah. out on the wall that you paid a lot of money for. <laughs> it's, just, it's so weird. It is. Oh, people are weird. All right. Well, uh, that about does it. Technically, next week is supposed to be the final episode of season four, and I'll probably just do the episode I was going to do this week. I'm thinking about doing Megalodon. Don't spoil it. No, I thought it might, like, people, oh, okay, I'll tune in, you know? Everyone loves I mean, don't spoil show. it for me. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Sorry. Bye. Oh, gee. Okay, well... Uh, thanks for being here. Thanks for, uh... I already said bye. I'm not going to say it again. Oh, okay. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Did you ever feel so bad inside? A Peg Leg Deer production.